This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 123-inch. On this week's episode, we conclude our definitive top five songs on Weird Al's cheesy compilation, The Food Album, with help from superfans Mike Minnick and Adrian Vasquez. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al it's a podcast about Weird Al. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Well, last week was a real doozy. I can feel the tension rising from all of our listeners with opinions that differ from ours on the definitive top five list of the Food Album. Well, you know, if you find yourself getting heated and and you find yourself disagreeing with us this week as you listen to the episode, it's important to always remember, if you don't agree with us, you are wrong. And what else is important to remember is that it is time for This Week in Weird Al Related News. This past weekend, episode 4 centimeter of our black and white and weird all over bonus episode series dropped for the cheapskates. Uh, I mean, for the general public. This is, of course, our book series where we sit down with author John Bermuda Schwartz and we go picture by picture through his book Black and White and Weird All Over the Lost Photographs of Weird Al Yankovic 1983 through 1986. And we're excited because yet again our intern Frank tells us that another episode is scheduled to drop. This one will drop on Sunday September 12th. Very cool. So this is episode five centimeter and it covers chapter three, a glimpse into the recording process overdubs. I can't wait to hear it, Dave. Well, Ethan, if you truly cannot wait, then you need to head on over to patreon.com slash 2000 inch and you can listen all the way up through bonus episode seven centimeter right now. What if I want to be a cheapskate? Well, then you just have to wait with the rest of the cheapskates. Oh, okay. Well, we have some more podcast-related news, but this time it doesn't entirely involve our podcast. It says here that Ethan Ullman was a guest on This Might Be a Podcast with Greg Simpson. That's right, Dave. I was a guest on This Might Be a Podcast with Greg Simpson. It's a podcast that goes into a deep discussion each week about a different song from They Might Be Giants. Oh, cool. Which song did you get to talk about? Once I connected with Greg, the host... He sent me a giant spreadsheet of all these different songs, and I could pick whichever one I wanted. So, of course, I chose my all-time favorite They Might Be Giants song, Fane Amnesia, from their album The Else. I'm sure you talk a lot about Fane Amnesia and They Might Be Giants, but do you get to talk at all about Weird Al? Yeah, so we actually talk quite a bit about Weird Al. Greg, in his previous life, was a music reviewer, for punknews.net so he talks all about that he's also a big weird al fan i think one of the first albums he ever bought was a weird al album so we have a really good weird al related discussion yes we talk about they might be giants and dave we even share some secrets about our podcast secrets don't tell secrets about our podcast what are you crazy ethan well i might be dave but it's too late because episode 147 fane amnesia has already dropped 
and you can check out This Might Be a Podcast with Greg Simpson wherever you podcast podcasts. And I do want to share just a little extra tidbit for our family-friendly listeners. There is spicy language on Greg's podcast. So if you're offended by spicy language, plug your ears while you listen. Or I guess you could just listen to it and then feign amnesia afterwards. Ooh, good reference, Dave. Well, congratulations, Ethan. That sounds really cool. I cannot wait for our intern, Frank, to listen to it and tell me all about it. (laughs) Well, thank you, Dave. All right, so we have some news about the Grammy Award-winning and theme songwriting Jim Kimo West. He has added a limited edition tote bag to his web store. There are only a couple of these available over at jimkimowest.com, and it's a special tote bag because with every purchase, you can add up to five of Jim's CDs for only $10 a piece to the bag. Such a great deal. So while you're there, be sure to sign up for Jim Kimo West email list and grab a signed bamboo USB drive as well. And now we have some really big, big, big news right after this word from our sponsor. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Vegan Burrito Restaurant Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York, home of the two-pound double-wrapped in the quesadilla Burrito Burrito, and Wizard Burger in Albany, New York. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and Burrito Burrito, your Burrito Burrito, or hop on over to Wizard Burger for mouth-watering loaded, dare I say, beefy vegan burgers. From Troy to Albany to Uranus, Burrito Burrito and Wizard Burger feed the hungry with out-of-this-world, plant-based, real food, always vegan style. Visit burritosquared.com or wizardburger.com and order ahead. And now we're ready for the big, 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 big news. Well, how about one more sponsor? Okay, we can't talk about sponsors without also talking about David Grant and his website, wolfinwool.com. Oh, we can't, can we? Well, just watch me. (laughs) Good luck. All right, uh, sponsors, sponsors without talking about David Grant and his website, wolfandwool.com. Aha, you just did it. Oh, gosh, darn it. Hey, no need to use spicy language. Wolfandwool.com has everything a family could need. Wow. Well, like what? Well, there's the MC Chalkskin's comedy raps for dad. Oh, and the ruins of our past would make a great book for child to read for school. But what about mom? Well, mom can check out at SEB underscore SHEP on TikTok for some saucy shirtless David Grant videos. Now that's what I call fun for the whole family. So follow at SEB underscore SHEP on TikTok and visit wolfinwool.com. Okay, okay, okay. Now, what's the big news, Dave? All right, the big news is that Weird Al is returning to a live stage for the first time in oh, so, so long. Just yesterday, it was announced that Weird Al would be joining Danny Elfman for his special, The Nightmare Before Christmas, live to film concert experience. This is going to be so pretty stinking majestic. Weird Al is joining. He's going to voice the role of Locke. Locke is, of course, the character played by Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman in the original film. And while we know he wrote the music, the lyrics, and the score to the film, this time Danny Elfman will be starring as Jack Skellington and Ken Page will play Oogie Boogie. He also played that role in the film as well. 
and there's going to be more guest stars announced in the coming weeks. It's so exciting. So this is happening at the Bank of California Stadium in Los Angeles on October 29th and October 31st this year. If you're interested in going, tickets are already on sale for the October 29th show and tickets for the October 31st show go on sale at 10 a.m. Hollywood Star Time on Monday, September 13th. These tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. And so the October 29th show, that has been on sale since May, but Weird Al's involvement was just announced yesterday when they added the second show for Halloween. All right, so just a little background on what's going here is that conductor John Massari will conduct a full orchestra playing the film score and songs live along to Danny Elfman and friends singing in sync with the movie. The show is a family-friendly event where costumes are encouraged and there will be a costume contest and trick-or-treat stations located throughout the venue, which will be transformed into this fully immersive Halloween town from the beloved Disney film. And what's even more exciting is Dave and I are planning to fly out to California and go to both shows. So if you're also thinking about attending, you got to let us know ASAP. It would be great to meet more of our awesome, incredible, pretty stinking majestic West Coast listeners. Okay, well, we are both very excited for October, but let's not get too ahead of ourselves, Ethan, because we still have to finish up the definitive top five songs off of the Food Album. Now, of course, we are joined by Mike Minnick and Adrian Vasquez for the definitive top five songs off of Weird Al's The Food Album. And last week, we made it just halfway through sharing each of our individual picks. So let's get a little reminder of what we discussed last week. All right, so our number five picks. Mike and Ethan picked The White Stuff. I picked Addicted to Spuds. And Adrian picked Eat It. For our individual number four picks, Adrian and I both chose I Love Rocky Road, Mike chose Taco Grande, and Dave picked Lasagna for his number four. And for our number three picks, so far we heard that Ethan picked Addicted to Spuds, and Adrian picked The Rye or the Kaiser. And we were just about to hear my number three pick, so let's pick up where we left off last week on episode 122-inch. Let's hear from you, Dave. What is your number three? Sure. So my number three is actually a song that I think if you say the title to this song, it goes hand in hand with Weird Al. It's it's uh, synonymous with Weird Al, and that is the song Spam. Ah, Spam. It's hard not to think of Weird Al without also thinking of Spam, <laughs> as well as things like spatulas and Hawaiian shirts and you know, <laughs> hamsters and other, and other iconic <laughs> Weird Al things but spam is definitely up on that list of you know when you see spam you think of weird al and when you see weird al you think of spam so it's definitely up on that list uh for me when the original song stand came out from rem it was in 1989 i was still in high school i hadn't really discovered rem yet it wasn't until a couple years later when i went off to college that i actually discovered you know the rem back catalog and became a a fan of their music. So um, for me, it, uh, this song, um, it took me a couple years to really appreciate how how well the, the Spam song lined up with the Stan song. But um, again, this is one of those songs that 
uh, puts me in a good mood when I hear it. You know, it's got it's very upbeat, very good lyrics. They're silly lyrics. Yeah. You know, the, the, you know, the tin is there to open the can. You know, the can is there to keep the spam <laughs> in. You know, but you know, they're, they're fun lyrics, and I think that you know it captures the original stand song, which is also kind of a fun song uh, by R.E.M. I think it captures that well also. I cannot see uh, canned lunch meat without thinking of Weird Al. Um, I can't hear or see bathroom (laughs) grout without thinking of this song. Uh, (laughs) I love this song. It's on my list, but it's higher than number three. Hmm. It did not make my list. It's a great song, but I think Spam as a comedy concept was already overdone even by 1989 doesn't take away from how good he did the song but Mm. this wasn't my cup of tea it also did not make my list um Mm. i actually very much enjoy this song Uh, i might be in the minority on this but i actually like spam and cook with it (laughs) once in a blue moon just for the heck of it so I'm glad there's a catchy song that supports my position on this. Um, but uh, despite that, not 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 on my list. Well, Mike, what is your number three pick? My number three is lasagna, as we already spoke about. Uh, if it was good enough for the 2010 Yogi Bear film soundtrack, it's good enough for me. Excellent reasoning. <laughs> Well, just just because we we just spoke about it, let me share my number two. My number two pick is Spam as well. Good choice. Good choice. (laughs) Adrian, what is your number two choice? My number two is Lasagna. So we, 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 already, we already talked about it, but again, I, I think I said before, I love the accordion on the song. Um, and it was, you know, my, my, my two and my one both have, uh, I don't want to, I'm probably giving, giving away my one a bit on this, but they are from the first album I ever owned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I have like great memories of popping in the cassette for even worse. And, you know, the B-side always began lasagna and it was got me ready for that second half of the album. Um, and I remember crying my eyes out when I accidentally left that cassette out in the sun and it melted oh, no. in my back. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, you know, because I loved that album and that song so much. Um, did get it replaced, thankfully. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, it, yeah, Lasagna Lasagna is my, uh, my number two. Okay. Now, Mike or Dave, do either of you have number twos that have not been mentioned before? My number two has been said already, and my number two is Eat It. And uh, again, for the reasons why I mentioned before, it is just such an iconic song. It is the song that put Weird Al on the map. It is the first Weird Al song that I can remember hearing. So for me, this song just, uh, it needs to be high up on the list on any album that it is on. And Mike, your number two? My number two is My Bologna. Hey. I don't think that's been mentioned yet, has it? Nope, it is not. No, we have not. No talked about that yet so al's first release it should be very high on everybody's list (laughs) yeah about that uh (laughs) (laughs) this might be an uphill fight for you mike it has the greatest belch since baby loves perfect (laughs) i guess i'm fine with losing that one (laughs) (laughs) he's conceding already my bologna's great it made my honorable mention list but it did not make my uh top five same here i mean honorable mentions because of exactly what mike said it is historically important but it, it is not my one song i have not unveiled yet for my list 
Now, uh, you touched on something about this song, Mike, that I was going to bring up when we got to to My Bologna. And that is, uh, it's got that very iconic burp in the song, the belch. And I was trying <laughs> to figure out, I don't know the answer to this question, and maybe one of you three Weird Al experts do, but who belches in the song My Bologna? <laughs> huh. I just always assumed it was Al, but that was just a, a guess. I would love to know, yeah. Maybe it's Joel Miller. I'm not sure I've given this question enough thought. Who knows? I don't know the answer to that question. I I, I think it could be Weird Al because, uh, you know, this was the first uh, single that was released off of Capitol Records. Obviously, it was re-recorded for the first album, and that is the, the version that you hear on the food album, the re-recorded version. Um, but if you remember, the Capitol Records version was... Uh, recorded in the bathroom across the hall from the campus <laughs> radio station and I don't be- and I've been in that bathroom it's not a very big bathroom so it's unlikely that Weird Al brought in a guest belcher uh, just for that you know one one uh, particular <laughs> belch that would, be, that would be quite the quite the credit to have on your resume though guest belcher <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that you brought that up because th- that started me thinking of what are some other Weird Al songs that have belches in it. And one of them we mentioned earlier, Addicted to Spuds, has a belch in it. But also the songs Eat It, which we also mentioned, has a belch in it. And yes. Albuquerque has a belch in it as well. And I was actually able to find the credit for the belch on Eat It and Albuquerque, according to the official Weird Al website, the Guest Belcher, I guess, if you will, for that song is Al's engineer for many albums, almost all of them. Tony Papa actually does the belching on those two songs. Wow. When you've got it, you've got it. Yeah. And so there's something else Tony Papa can do besides engineer incredible albums. But... uh, But it also made me start thinking about all the different songs that that, uh, have belches in them. And I think at some point, Ethan, we should compile a top five list of Weird Al songs that contain belches. Or we could just rank the belches themselves. That's that's what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. No, I love that idea, Dave. We definitely should do that. And if I'm not mistaken, the the, the belching in uh, when they performed the song Albuquerque Live... I think that was actually John Bermuda Schwartz doing the belching on the live version of Albuquerque. It was sort of percussion-y, I guess, so that would make sense. <laughs> Falls under his his assignment. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at my notes, and there are 10 songs on the album, and we have spoken about nine of these, but none of us have mentioned uh, the first track on the album, uh, which is Fat, the parody of Bad. Now, I'm, I'm curious, do any of us have those as our number one pick? Yes. No. I, not on my number one pick. It was an honorable mention. I oh. will give it that. Well, it is my number one. So Adrian and I uh, both put Fat as our number one. And Adrian, do you want to start us off? Sure. So, you know, I, I've alluded to it a couple times now. Fat has always been a sentimental favorite for me. This was the song that started it all for me personally. Uh, yeah, this was the song that my mom saw playing on MTV many a moon ago, called me into the room and said, yeah, this, this crazy guy's making fun of Michael Jackson. You got to see this. And I go in and see this dude in a fat suit bouncing around a subway station. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And this, this is, this is my life now. So like, you know, um, 
it, I, if it weren't if it weren't for <laughs> fat, you know, I, I it, my life would have turned out a lot differently. I'm not sure how many people can say that, but that, that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but and that that turned into even worse to be my first album, and you know, I I also just have a lot of great concert memories of Fat. Uh, you know, it's it's been it's, it was a stable for many years. You've got your fan participation stuff. Yes. In that. Um, I I love Fat. What can I say? I <laughs> I have to agree. I mean, if I was ranking my top <laughs> five Weird Al songs of all time, I think Fat might show up there. I love the song. Uh, quite a bit and um yeah i i have to say that the video is incredible it it always makes me laugh the song always makes me laugh and the live version the audience participation jumping out of the seat you know punching santa claus in the face like everything about it is just amazing so definitely um there was no question that that was my number one as i started thinking about this list the audience participation the first time i saw people jumping out of their seats blew my mind like (laughs) i looked around i was like what this is amazing Yeah, for sure. The audience participation definitely makes it an important song on my list. For me, you know, I know I ranked this song pretty high on when we did our even worse top five list. But for me, you know, putting it in with these other songs and thinking of it from a food perspective, the other songs directly reference food for the most part, they're either named after food or in the case of Eat It, you know, it's filled with tons of food references. This one to me, the the, the theme behind fat is really more about the person and the overweight community rather than the food itself. So I felt, I understand why it's included on the album, but, you know, as far as a food song, I don't know, you know, if it really would 100% qualify for that. So that, that, is why I, I put it as honorable mention. One of the reasons. Um, the other reason um, is that uh, a lot of us know that Weird Al did not include this song as well as the Eat It song on the Strings Attached tour due to uh, some allegations against Michael Jackson. He just decided, you know, to cut it, to leave it off, you know, to play it safe, leave those two songs off. He didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings or bring up any, you know, make anyone feel uncomfortable. For me, you know, it turned out that as much as I enjoyed seeing this song for many years in concert, I didn't really miss it too much on the Strings Attached tour. While I did actually end up missing Eat It, you know, I did wish that that one was there. So, if he does bring back any of those songs, I mean, my my personal feeling would be I hope he brings back Eat It. I would be okay if he replaces Fat with something else, another staple, as well as not hearing it on the Vanity Tour, obviously, because the Vanity Tour was all originals. Um, so as far as the actual song itself, I think it it's a great song. I think it deserves to be up near the top on anyone's list um the song actually the the video actually won the grammy for best concept music video in 1988 so it's it's definitely you know it's got its accolades and even the fat suit itself the iconic fat suit that that was actually designed by kevin yeager who's a special effects um, artist who's probably best known for doing makeup on freddy krueger so he's got you know it's it's a big name as far as special effects go so that definitely adds to to the actual you know presentation of the song but uh for me again just because i felt 
if I had to cut any of these songs and replace it with "Girls Just Want to Have Lunch," um, <laughs> I probably would have. I probably would have cut "Fat" off there because I felt like it's the least connected out of all the songs to food. All right. I mean, I, I don't agree with you at all, but <laughs> you're, you're entitled to your opinion, Dave. <laughs> Dave, okay, so uh, Dave and Mike, you both have number ones that are not fat. Uh, why don't you guys arm wrestle and figure out who shares first? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let Dave go first, since alphabetically, that makes the most sense. Okay. <laughs> Dave, what is your number one? Sure, so we already touched on my number one. If you couldn't figure out by uh, me gushing over the song earlier, my number one was the Ryer the Kaiser theme from Rocky Thirteen. Wow. Again, that song just every time I hear it, it makes me, it makes me smile. It makes me happy. I love listening to it. I could listen to it um, over and over again. I mean, it is just it. It ever since I heard that song, I felt it really fit. It really accomplished what it was set out to do. It really you know summarized a sequel to the Rocky franchise very well and I think it's a very well done parody and like I said it's a very upbeat song it puts me in a good mood it puts me in you know a, a fighting mood you know uh, you know to fight for a good day so I think uh, I think I feel strongly that uh, the Ryer the Kaiser theme from Rocky 13 should be number one on, it is number one on my list should be included somewhere on a definitive list wow it's funny because when I was, like I said before, when I was making my list, I wasn't sure if uh, Ryder the Kaiser would even crack anyone else's list as I, you know, I was putting it at number three. So um, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear Dave rank it as high as he does. Thank you. I knew I knew we were good friends for a, a reason, Adrian. <laughs> if, if, for, if for no other reason, the Ryder the Kaiser. <laughs> It's the only reason why I became friends with you. I knew one day you would help me fight for the Ryder the Kaiser to put on our definitive top ten list. I think Mike and I are going to have to start our own podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mike, what is your number one pick? Well, I thought the obvious choice was obvious, but it's Eat It. Um, I mean, there's a reason Al's been known as the Eat It guy for 37 years. I think it was just everybody's first indoctrination into Al. Even the people that came later. You know, like, Eat It was still always the song everybody knows him for so and with it being you know a a video that's his first shot by shot remake of a video and i just think it's one of the best songs he's ever done yeah i mean it's hard to argue with with uh eat it being up there on the on the list i mean i had it number two and it was a tough choice between that and the ryer the kaiser um but yeah i i mean i i agree i think eat it needs to be high up on the list and i i think it's a like you said mike an iconic song for sure. Well, looking at what we all said, I, I had Eat It as an honorable mention. Um, Adrian had it at number five. Dave, you had it at number two. Mike, you had it at number one. It's the only song where across the board, all four of us have said it's either on our list or an honorable mention. So I, I think absolutely it's it needs to be somewhere in the top five. I'm not going to say where in the top five, but I, I think it should be in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because that reflects what I went through with Eat It as I was making my list. It literally, as I was doing it, floated all over the place. Um, and even as <laughs> I was, you know, revealing it here, I was like, oh, except I could have put it higher or not. I don't know. <laughs> all right. So to recap, just like to, us to quickly go over our top five list, start at number five, work our way down. I will 
start out, my number five was addicted to spuds. Number four was lasagna. Number three was spam. Number two was eat it. And number one was the Ryer the Kaiser theme from Rocky 13. All right. Number five, I had the white stuff. Number four was taco grande. Number three was lasagna. Number two was my bologna. And number one was eat it. My top five, I had number five was eat it. Number four was I love Rocky Road. Number three was The Rye or The Kaiser, theme from Rocky 13. Number two was Lasagna, and number one was Fat. And my number five was White Stuff. Number four was I Love Rocky Road. Number three was Addicted to Spuds. Number two was Spam. And number one was Fat. Somehow we've <laughs> we've hit every single song uh, <laughs> on, this, <laughs> on this list. I will also share my honorable mentions were Eat It and My Bologna. Um, so those are two that I'm also, you know, big fans of, uh, I'd be okay with having on the top five. Um, the ones that I didn't mention on my list or honorable mentions are lasagna, taco grande, and this song that I don't understand how anyone could even put on their list. The Ryder, the Kaiser theme from Rocky. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to antagonize you guys. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, so this is the part where we we have to collectively come up and and barter with each other and you know uh, promise things you know to each other <laughs> in order to put this list together <laughs> that we will uh, nothing's off the table. Let's just put it that way. And and, and do remember that this is a family friendly podcast. Uh, <laughs> when you're coming up with your with your. Um, negotiations but uh, we will come up with a definitive top five list as agreed upon by adrian vasquez mike minnick ethan and myself and it'll be official list once we've finalized it it'll be etched in stone frank will get it tattooed on his forehead so this way it can never ever change uh, so it, there's a lot of variety here if anybody's uh, been tracking these at home like we've been tracking them here you can see that we are all over the place on this album so i i'm i think a good place to start is probably with eat it since that as you mentioned ethan was the only song that did make everybody's list or at least the honorable mentions in some in some way it's the only song all four of us had on their top five plus honorable mentions list yeah, so I'll, I'll say I'm the only one who didn't have it on my top five. Um, it made my honorable mention. I do love the song. I love the video. I love the significance in Weird Al's history. Um, because you each have it ranked, and it's the only one that goes across the board, I'm okay uh, with putting Eat It at number one. I would just like some consideration for some of my outliers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, I agree with Edith being number one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was the closest to Ethan having it at number five, um, but I'll, you know, obviously, I, I would have no problem with the uh, overall ranking having it much higher than that. Yeah, and I don't have an issue with Edith being number one either. So I, I'm, I'm, I mean, if everybody's in agreement, I'm happy to to put Edith at number one. Well, I, I would like to propose that if we put Edith number one. It, it was the lowest ranked for Adrian and I, and he and I both had fat at number one. So I would like to see eat at number one, fat number two. I think that's a fair suggestion. Perfectly fair, yes. Does that work, Dave? Say yes, Dave. <laughs> well, yeah. I... 
Well, you know what? Neither, neither me or Dave had it on our list, so at all, right? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I had it as an honorable mention um, for sure. I definitely see the significance of fat. Like I said, I don't know if it's if it's necessarily a food song, and if we're ranking food songs, uh, we're just ranking songs on the album. We're not arguing if they're about food or not i mean if it's about food is spam really food when you think about it (laughs) (laughs) i i I unfortunately put it i i unfortunately put a ding in that argument by admitting i actually have treated treated it as food like so i say it's a staple of hawaiian uh culture there so that is definitely in all of their food so at least at least our hawaiian dave nathan's 2000 is weird out podcast listeners would like that to be uh somewhere on our list (laughs) i mean you know i'm not opposed to putting fat at number two but let me just uh talk about a couple other songs which which i think uh we need to discuss to decide if if fat should be number two or not and uh that is one of them is lasagna being up high on the list uh um, being ranked on number three on Mike's list, number two on Adrian's list, number four on my list. That puts us on, on three people's lists up near the top, if you will, yeah, or in the middle, that's I guess. That's a very good point. Um, but to yeah. have two of the four of us agree that it's our number one favorite, it's the only one where two people agreed on number one. The fact that we're willing to push it down to number two, I think is, uh, is very generous on our part. So I think, Dave, you're the only holdout. I think Adrian and Mike agree with me. <laughs> Eat it, number one, yeah. fat, number two, and then we'll we'll argue out the, the rest of the top five after we etch those on Frank's forehead. Well, <laughs> all right. So since I'm the one that, that that's holding this up here, I have all the power. So since I have all the power, <laughs> I'm going to argue that the Ryer the Kaiser theme from Rocky 13 should be number three on the list. And then I would concede to putting fat as number two. I would agree to to Riley Kaiser making it on the top five, but not number three. Yeah, I could probably go. I could probably go to number five for Riley the Kaiser. I mean, I have the Riley the Kaiser as three on my list, but um, I don't know because Lasagna's got to go somewhere for me too. So. Well, if you guys are conceding your number one, then I and um, then I would be the only one that doesn't have a number one in the top three. So I, I feel like I need to have Riley the Kaiser in the top three. I I mean. I, I yeah okay, I'll support Dave on that. Good 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 man good man. <laughs> I'd allow Ryer the Kaiser to be number four, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't agree with number three. I think having two number ones just outranks a lot of stuff. Um, it, it beats out your number one. It it uh it beats out you know lasagna having a three a two and a four. Yeah, but fat um, didn't even technically make my list. Yeah, but you had two people put it at their number one. That's two people, you know, very high on on that song. So I, I think, Dave, if you'll agree that we, we'll put Ryder the Kaiser in three or four, fat makes number two. I, I think it needs to be number three. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see that. Come on, Adrian, help me out here. <laughs> um, I mean... Uh, I mean, you had it for number three, so 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 you, yeah, I had so it for number three already. I, yeah, I I I uh, I think it. Uh, well, the way I look at it, maybe if Ryder the Kaiser is three, then for me, Lasagna should be four. How, how does that sound amongst the rest of you? 
I had lasagna as four on my list, so I, I I would agree with that one as well. I think that though the one and the three of the Rye or the Kaiser outweighs the three, two, and four that lasagna have. I would really like to see spam on the list at not number five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could argue spam as four or five, and lasagna is the other way. Well, can we can we just say eat it as number one? We're arguing about whether fat's number two or not, but I think we're all in agreement that eat it's number one. I think we're all in agreement on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought we had already. I already had uh, yeah. started the tattoo on Frank's forehead okay. for that one. So. <laughs> He's, he's in the other room screaming in pain right now. Well, I mean, starting the tattoo is not a reason for us to do it. But, uh, you know, just because we're in agreement, we'll keep it. There's always more places on Frank to tattoo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to worry about that. <laughs> All right. So Edith's at number one. How about we maybe we can knock a couple of these off the list. There are two songs that only appear on Mike's list that nobody else had on their list. <laughs> God, I'm the worst. Looking at it, there's there's no other songs <laughs> that only had one person put on their list, and that's My Bologna and Taco Grande. Yeah, those are my two. Those are my two honorable mentions, and yeah, yeah. So they they were honorable mentions. Well, I would be I would be willing to bump up lasagna to number two on my list. I, I, I will take my I will take my, my Bologna out of the equation. I'm willing to bump lasagna up to number two on my list. Well, your your rankings won't change, but you're willing to move my bologna from the top five? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For the purpose of the top five, lasagna is now number two okay. for me. So that gives it any extra weight. Well, so Dave, would you want lasagna above Ryer the Kaiser? Well, personally, no. I would want Ryer the Kaiser number one. <laughs> I mean, if I mean, my rankings are my rankings. I feel Ryer the Kaiser is the strongest song, and Lasagna is the fourth strongest song on the the album. So if we if we do eat it, fat Kaiser Lasagna, that leaves number five going to either Addicted to Spuds, Rocky Road, Spam, The White Stuff, or Taco Grande. That'll be a fun conversation. <laughs> <laughs> See, I almost feel like we can take off uh, and um, Taco Grande, the white stuff, uh, out of the conversation. I'm okay with that because they were ranked four, four and five on Mike. <laughs> this is this is a I'm not ganging up on here, Mike, but it may <laughs> seem that way. This is four and five on Mike's on Mike's I'm feeling list. attacked. Um, <laughs> well, Ethan also had white stuff as number five, so there's two of us with that song. So that's a little harder to get rid of yeah but it's it's the one that i'm gonna fight for the the least in my top five so i'm okay with losing white stuff womp womp i need to keep a song here man <laughs> <laughs> you do you have eat it you have eat it it's your number one song i do have i do have eat it <laughs> that's true you're our eat it you're, you're our eat it guy your number one made it and lasagna is still in the conversation <laughs> All right, we can we can lose white stuff then. Fine. Nice. All right. My opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also say, as as long as spam makes it to the list, I'm okay with losing. I love Rocky Road. Huh. Well, the only other person who had I love Rocky Road on their list was Adrian. So uh, we're gonna turn to Adrian and see if uh, if he's okay with letting I love Rocky Road fall out of the top five. I'm okay letting it fall out of the top five, but I, I think Ethan said he wanted Spam to be like something other than number five, and 
the way I see it shaking out, that might be exactly where it should fall. I at this point, I just want it on the list. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so, I, if, if that's if that's the case, I, I'm willing to close my eyes and 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 let Rocky Road go. All right. Well, with that in mind, we've narrowed down the top five to six songs. <laughs> so there's still one that has to lose. Uh, we have Eat It at number one, and then in no particular order, the other songs that we've agreed are still in consideration are Fat, Lasagna, Addicted to Spuds, Spam, and the Ride of the Kaiser theme from Rocky 13. So uh, this is where it gets extra difficult. Um, I think, you know, we, we cut some of the fat, no pun intended, <laughs> and <laughs> now we can really get down to business. Well, we, we literally didn't cut the fat, though. Fat is still on the list. <laughs> Still in consideration. <laughs> Despite Dave's protests, we did not come. Um, again, I just want to say fat should be number two. Having two of the four people, 50% of us put it at number one. I think that is important. So again, I say let's put fat at number two. I agree. That should be a number two. And and I'm okay with that, but I I want my number one up at number three, which my number one being the Ryer the Kaiser theme from Rocky Thirteen. As otherwise, my number one. I'm okay with that. that. Again, I had it at three anyway, so that makes me more right. I like that. So now we need we, <laughs> Mike didn't have Fat or the Ryer the Kaiser on his list at all. So Mike, how do you feel about Fat being number two and uh, Ryer the Kaiser being number three? No, I mean I'm definitely fine with Fat being on there. I just left it off because. I thought there should only be one Michael Jackson song. Okay. Hmm. So I'm perfectly fine with Fat being on there. Kaiser, not my favorite, but I'll give it to you. I'm a very agreeable person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I think if, if we're in agreement for two and three, are we? I believe so. I, I'm hearing an agreement, uh, number two for Fat and number three for the Ryer the Kaiser theme from Rocky 13. I mean, I wrote them down in pen, so... <laughs> <laughs> We got to commit it to tattoo before it's real. So I think I think it's time to make that happen. I mean, and just think about it how how long of a title the Ryer the Kaiser theme from Rocky Thirteen is. How much pain our intern Frank is going to be as he gets that tattooed on him? It, it's the longest song on the list. It's got to be there, just for the fact that it's going to cause our intern Frank a lot of pain. Well, Dave, we're already in agreement. We Go for we it. made it in the top three. <laughs> Now it comes to the part where we decide what rounds out the top five. Um, in no particular order, we have left uh, in our agreement that um, these are for consideration. Lasagna, Addicted Spuds, and Spam. I mean, of those three, Spam is the most important for me to, to be on this top five list. Yeah, but three of us had Lasagna, right? Only two of us had Spam? One of us had Spam. Yeah, I believe that's right. That's correct. Uh, the the three um, Mike had lasagna at number three. Adrian had lasagna at number two, and I had lasagna at number four. As far as spam goes, I had it at number three, and Ethan had it at number two. I'm I'm just saying I think spam should make the list. I, I know you guys like lasagna, so I propose lasagna four, spam five, addicted to spuds, um, move. Uh, off the top five. I, I, that's exactly what I was thinking as well, so I would co-sign that. I mean, I'm okay with... Uh, you said Spam as number three, correct? Nope. Three is Ryder the Kaiser. Oh, you said Lasagna is number... I'm sorry, you said Spam is number four, correct? Spam number five. It's five. Yeah. Lasagna four, Spam five. Oh, Spam is five. Right. And I, just to point out, 
with that ranking, only my number one and number two even made the top five list. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Ethan? I mean, uh, I'm looking in a pretty good position. I'm looking at, uh, you know, Dave and Adrian. They already have a couple in the top three. Mike, you've only got one in the top three. I've only got one in the top three. I am on your side, <laughs> Mr. So you know, so I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I, I would love to see Spam at four. I'm not nah. opposed to spam being as as four. I'm not opposed to spam being as four. Personally, I would I would put spam ahead of lasagna, like I did on my list. But I'm also a a you know once you're getting down in this you know spam and lasagna, as on my list they were three and four, and it was one of those ones that I flipped several times. So to me, they're almost interchangeable. So I'm fine with. Uh, spam and lasagna as number four and five, and I will defer the order to uh, the remaining three as to which order they want those in. And so you're also voting addicted to spuds out of the top five. Yeah, it was my number five. I would like to see it on the list, but I'm I'm happy to concede that one. All right, Mike and Adrian, how do you guys feel? Dave and I are both saying spam then lasagna. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Mike directly. If, if, narrowing it down to just those two songs. Spam and lasagna. Where where would you take it? Lasagna all day long. I mean, it, it wasn't even an honorable mention for me for uh, spam. So, so that's. I mean, that's where I'm falling to. I mean, I, I had it as an I had it as an honorable mention, but I had I also had lasagna. Right. Too, yeah. I mean, the so. three of us three of us had lasagna on our list. Two had spam. That that right. kind of means lasagna is a, a little more of a favorite than spam is. Right. That that's pretty much where i'm falling on I'm, I'm it's not a it's not a sword i'd die on but but um <laughs> that's where I'm, that's that's what i'm feeling as well well given my choice between what i want for dinner tonight would i rather have lasagna or spam <laughs> i would rather have lasagna <laughs> <laughs> how about spam how about spam lasagna <laughs> it sounds horrible <laughs> <laughs> is that even a real thing i guess it's got to be right it could be it is now <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine with uh, putting lasagna as number four and putting spam as number five. So it's really up to Ethan if he wants to uh, concede his his number two. I don't have anything else to to really argue or, or fight for. So I, I'll just concede. Um, I'm I'm fine with putting spam at number five, <laughs> lasagna number four. Okay. Well. Okay. I think we're about ready to uh, to etch this in stone then. Let's uh, go over the list one more time, make sure there's no objections. At the official Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast with Adrian Vasquez and Mike Minnick, ranking of the food album top five, definitive top five. Now we have at number five, we have Spam. At number four, we have Lasagna. At number three, we have The Ryer the Kaiser, theme from Rocky 13. Number two, we have Fat. And number one, we have Eat It. Are you feeling good about that list, Mike? I feel great about that list. Adrian, are you feeling good about that list? That is a pretty snazzy list. I like it a lot. <laughs> Ethan, are you feeling good about that list? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, I lost more than half my, my picks. I lost Addicted to Spuds. I lost Isle of Rocky Road. I lost The White Stuff. Uh, I even lost my honorable mention, my Bologna. So it, it, uh, it's it's not my favorite, but um, I, I I do like all five of those songs 
and I think they're a good representation of the album, so I'm okay with it. Okay, this is your last chance to fight for Addicted to Spuds, I Love Rocky Road, or The White Stuff. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I want Taco Grande on there. I want it to be number three. No, I'm just, we're good. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good with it. Just remember, all, all your favorites will be represented when we get together and make that uh, food album smooth. <laughs> That's so right. Just remember that. That is true. I also feel good about the uh, the list as it is, is currently ranked. So I think with that, we have come up with the definitive top five list off of the food album. And remember, all of our listeners, this is the definitive top five list, which means it is 100% accurate. There is no possible um, room wiggle room in there. So um, you can express your opinions if you want, but uh, they really don't count at this point. It's like when you you see a toothbrush (laughs) commercial and they say, you know, four out of five dentists recommend. Well, four out of four Weird Al super fans have definitively chosen this. So you can't you can't argue. You can share what your top five would be. And we'd love to hear it by giving us a call at three, four, seven spatula or letting us know in the official facebook group group group.2000inch.com we'd love to see your list and we'd we'd be happy to point out uh how wrong you are if it differs in any way from the definitive top five list but go ahead and be that fifth dentist if you please (laughs) (laughs) well guys what a great experience having you both with us to go over the food album a, a very important album for adrian and mike's living in weird al's fridge podcast uh thank you guys for joining us our pleasure. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. This has been a lot of fun. It really has. Well, there we have it. It's the definitive top five songs off of the Food Album, as determined by Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast with the help of Mike and Adrian. And remember, if you don't agree with us, you're wrong. After we recorded the episode, Mike told us that he tried Rocky Road ice cream for the first time, and he said he loved it. So I just have to wonder, if he had tried it before the episode, if he would have changed his rankings. Now, over on our Facebook group, we did a contest to guess the final definitive top five, and Frank has tabulated the results, and... Chad Kelson won by getting the definitive number one and definitive number two both correct. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast, a big congratulations to you, Chad Kelson, and we hope you enjoy your prize, a Discover Darwin t-shirt, available at shop.2000inch.com. Hey, speaking of Discover Darwin, this week's episode is brought to you in part by Discover Darwin, promoting tourism in Darwin, Minnesota. Not only is historic Darwin, Minnesota... Uh, beautiful it's also solid darwin minnesota is home to matheson custom masonry matheson custom masonry offers excavation concrete repair and concrete pouring they also do concrete sidewalks driveways floors and block foundations for homes wow they do all that at matheson custom masonry they do all of that and more they also offer brink and stone walls wait dave did you say brink or did you say brick i said brink well i I don't know what a brink wall is well google it okay i'm just getting a bunch of pictures of brick walls what does this all mean well i think you know the answer 
that it's supposed to be brick and not brink? I never said that. Well, what did you say? I don't know, man. That's just what the company description on the Better Business Bureau website says. Does it really matter if it's brink or brick? It really does matter if it's brink or brick, Dave. I, I don't think I'll be able to sleep until I know for sure. Well, it looks like you're going to be in for a long night then. So visit Darwin, Minnesota on your next expedition. Discover Darwin more than just a twine ball. And after you visit Darwin, Minnesota, be sure to visit discoverdarwin.biz. Hey Dave, did you ever want to cover yourself and chewed up bubblegum and roll around in the dirt? No, not really. Did you ever get the sensation that you wanted to ghost direct a shot-for-shot remake of a 1930s musical number by Busby Berkeley in an Olympic-sized swimming pool full of lychee bubble tea? I can't say that that's crossed my mind. Uh, what about weaving a cape of cruciferous vegetables and parasailing off the Gateway Arch in St. Louis during the halftime of the Settlers of Catan World Championships? Actually, that one, that one's a yes. But I already did it last Thursday. Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you'll love Waiting for Lunch Radio. Hosts Joe and Stashi serve up a free-form musical mixtape salad that will have you saying, Boy, I certainly find it enjoyable to listen to this program. Hear Waiting for Lunch Radio on Mixcloud and find it at waitingforlunch.com. Each week, we're able to bring you our podcast absolutely free thanks to our sponsors, Burrito Burrito, Discover Darwin, Jackson Scoggins, David Granite Wolf and Wool.com, and TikTok, Joe and Stashu from Waiting for Lunch Radio, and Angel Valenzuela, and David Cash. And thank you to our amazing close personal friend Patreon supporters, Jake, Javier, UH Jeff, Zeb, Allison, Blair, Frank from the Bank, Kenneth, and Jared, and thanks to Chad and everyone else in our pretty sneaking majestic Patreon family. If you enjoy our family-friendly weekly Weird Al podcast, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash 2000inch or by picking up some pretty stinking majestic official David Ethan's 2000inch Weird Al podcast merchandise, just like our friend Dana B. did. He recently posted a photo of his two awesome podcast pillows, Gill and Chill and the official logo, along with his adorable cat Beaker. So be like Dana and check out all of our great stuff over at shop.2000inch.com. Grab your copies of Black and White and Weird All Over and check out our special book series where author John Bermuda Schwartz walks us through the book page by page and picture by picture. Remember, bonus episode 5 centimeter will drop for everyone on Sunday. Patreon supporters, you get to hear all of our bonus episodes early, and don't you forget it. We love hearing from our listeners and other Weird Al fans. Join our Facebook community and post about Weird Al by visiting group.2000h.com. And we also love it when we receive voicemail via our official 27-hour-a-day podcast hotline, 347-SPATULA. You might even hear your message in a future episode. The 347 Spatula Hotline, the official hotline of Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, is sponsored by Angel Valenzuela and David Cash, two amazingly incredible Weird Al fans and longtime podcast supporters. For everything about our podcast, including incredible past episodes and incredible past guests, be sure to visit weirdalpodcast.com or 2000inch.com and keep up on new episodes, podcast news and events, 
by following at 2000inch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thank you for subscribing and leaving awesome reviews on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Thank you once again to our guests, Mike Minnick and Adrian Vasquez. And also, thanks to This Might Be a Podcast and Dana B. Thank you to the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West for our incredible theme song. And thank you to Weird Al Yankovic, as this podcast probably would not exist without him. And a big thanks to all of you, our listeners, subscribers, Patreon supporters, and sponsors, and everyone else who makes our podcast possible. Thank you for listening to Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. And always remember to gill and chill. You know, Dave, it's so great to finally have the definitive top five songs on the Food Album settled once and for all. Yeah, it was so great working with Adrian and Mike on the list. They had such great insights. As they should have. Well, as you know, they have that amazing podcast called Adrian and Mike's Living in Weird Al's Fridge Podcast. You know, it is still a little bit odd that they have not released a single episode yet. It sure would be a shame if our listeners started posting on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash fridge, and asking when it will drop. That was David Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 123-inch. And remember, if you don't agree with us, you're wrong! My number two has been mentioned before, so let me go ahead and say it. My number two is I Love Rocky Road. I'm sorry. No, I'm wrong. Uh, let me say that. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. That's not true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought you said it didn't make your list. <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't.